to Bethlehem Back Chat, where we talk about the background and backstories of our worship and community as Lutherans. Let us introduce ourselves. I'm Pastor Dan Smale, Senior Pastor here at Bethlehem Lutheran and Glen Shaw. And I am Wendy Ferrone, a member here at Bethlehem and the producer of the podcast. The topic for today is Bible journaling. We have our very first guest on Back Chat. We're so excited. We'd like to welcome Katie Harley from Oakmont, Pennsylvania. Katie offered a class here in Bible journaling at Bethlehem in January, and it was extremely successful. And we knew we wanted to share this special way to connect with the Word with everyone. So welcome, Katie. Thank you. I'm very glad to be here. Katie, Pastor and I have some questions that we would like to ask you pertaining to Bible journaling, if that's okay. Sure, that would be great. So on our last podcast, Pastor Dan and I offered an in-depth discussion about the Bible and how to access it, as for some, including me, it's a little tough to understand. So uh, we're interested in learning more about Bible journaling and how it can get us into the Word. So could you give us some background on what Bible journaling is? Sure. Bible journaling is a way to connect with God's Word through art and creativity. What it is, is um, you can draw or letter on the pages of a Bible. Some people use a special Bible called a journaling Bible, Mm -hmm. which has space in the margin on the sides um, where you can do your drawing. Those are the ones that I use. I have two of those. Right. Yes. And some people um, just use a blank journal. Um, But it's a way to connect with the scriptures visually. Um, When you read the scripture, you're thinking about what it means, and then you're translating that into something visual on the page. It's an awesome way to actually think about what you're reading, learn the meaning behind what you're reading, and also memorize scripture um, because you're really processing the words, thinking about them, and then you're also then thinking about how to put that down on paper. Yeah, that's really true. I I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it, about memorizing. And I guess, yeah, because as I'm drawing, you're rereading that section, you're reading that little part or that piece and connecting it to what it means to you. Right. And what vision it brings to your mind. And then you're concentrating on doing all the drawing and the coloring in and all those types of things. So the whole time your focus is just on that message. Correct. And a lot of times you're focusing in on one or two scriptures. Mm -hmm. So if you like to do lettering like I like to do, you're actually rewriting those words over and over again. So what is lettering? Um, Like I like to do, I like to take a piece of scripture and then rewrite it either on the page of my Bible or in a blank book um, using like fancier script. Um, It's just like a fun, (laughs) fun thing you can do either in cursive or printing. And usually I will start it out by doing it in pencil and then trace over that in pen. Mm -hmm. So I'm already two times over writing that scripture. Ah. Um, So, and then sometimes if I want to go back even and color it or embellish it, I could be potentially doing it more than two times. Wow. So that's a great way to memorize. And then also if I want to add pictures to it, then I'm I'm thinking through um, what is God saying to me? How do I want to put this down in picture form. Um, and I'm a visual learner. So having, um, you know, that visual tie, it really makes this, the, the words come alive to me. 
Um, so that's a way to get me connected. And it's also fun. Bible journaling is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's fun. So it's it's a great way to like entice you to come into the scriptures. If uh-huh. the scriptures are kind of maybe you have felt that they're boring or just not accessible to you, mm-hmm. this is a way that people can really sit down and just um, think about it. You know, you get to have quiet time with the Lord and really just, you know, make it personal to you. And that's what's so great about it. Katie, you mentioned writing the verse out and then Mm -hmm. going back to trace over it and then maybe coloring it again. Right. So are the Bibles substantial enough that you can do that? Are there certain art supplies that you would direct people towards so they, you know, that's not bleeding through the pages and things like that? Yes. Um, The journaling Bibles actually are thin pages, Mm -hmm. kind of like a traditional Bible. Um, So if you're using using a journaling Bible, you do have to be careful what supplies you use. I always um, tell people that you don't have to buy a ton of supplies to actually do this. Although some of us do just because we're obsessed with buying supplies. Right. I mean, that part is super fun, but you don't have to to start. Um, A pencil for sure. And then I always recommend doing um, a pen that's a waterproof pen, um, something that won't bleed. And the way I test that out is I'll buy a pen at the store and then I'll go to the very back of my Bible to... The pages, maybe there's like an index page mm-hmm. or some blank pages right. in the back. Just test it back there to see if it bleeds through. Um, a lot of a lot of pens on the market like actually work in the Bible. They don't bleed through, mm-hmm. so they're okay to use. Colored pencils are great because they won't actually won't bleed through. I've actually used watercolors mm-hmm. in my Bible, and as long as you're not using a lot of water, um, they're fine too. Or if it makes you uncomfortable, some people actually do feel uncomfortable drawing and writing in their Bibles. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just something, like some people do have a little bit of a hard time with it. Um, So the journaling Bible is a nice alternative because there's blank space. Mm -hmm. But if you do not want to purchase a journaling Bible, you can always just do this in a blank journal. Um, Like I said, I like to rewrite scripture. Um, so a blank journal is perfect for that to just do doing the writing of the words sure. um, or doodling or drawing. Um, so it's really how you feel the most comfortable. Yeah. Some people just like to start out like they're intimidated and they don't want to go out and purchase a journaling Bible. They really mm-hmm. just want to try it out, maybe mm-hmm. try it, even if you have a Bible from the thrift store or, sure. you know. But the thin pages actually hold... hold like the art supplies well. That's great. So I would just recommend testing anything that you want to use on the back pages first. So can can anybody Bible journal? Is this like a girl thing or can anybody Bible journal? No, in fact, anybody can do it. I always tell people too, it's great for kids. It's great mm-hmm. if for families. Um, I bought a journaling Bible for my daughter when she was younger and um, she enjoyed doing that with me. It was something we could do sitting around the table together. It's great to do with friends, um, but no, it's it doesn't matter, man or woman. It's a very personal thing. Um, everybody's Bible pages will look different. Um, when I teach a class, I typically give everybody the same scripture to work on, and mm-hmm. then at the end of the class, it's really fun to see how each person interpreted yeah. what they put down on paper differently, um, how they drew their pictures, how they decided to letter it. Um, so 
everybody's is going to be different and personal to them. So it's really not a girl thing, even though it kind of does fall under the genre of coloring and doodling. Um, I think it, it can cross man or woman. It yeah. doesn't matter. I'd agree. I would, I would agree. Now, Katie, I was, I have a question for you. Yeah. When Wendy first proposed this idea to me, she shared some of your work with me, mm-hmm. and I was immediately intrigued because it harkened back to those first, what they call illuminated texts right. from the very mm-hmm. early copyists of the Bible. How did you get into this? How did this come about? How did you discover this, this pastime, this hobby, whatever you want to call it? Well, that's a good question, and I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people think Bible journaling is like a new thing, but it's really not. Um, you know, people have down through time been doing visual interpretations of scripture. Um, so how I got started in it is about two years ago, I happened to stumble upon a picture online somewhere of somebody's page, Bible pages that they had done art in. And it was like kind of a new thing. They were calling it Bible journaling. Um, and I instantly was like hooked because I enjoyed at that time, I enjoyed reading God's word anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So it wasn't so much that this lured me into reading God's word because I was already interested in doing that. But I'm a person that loves to craft and make things and um, draw. And, you know, I've always enjoyed like doing that kind of thing. So when I saw it, this, I thought, oh, this is so me because I can combine two, two interests and things that I enjoy. And what's really intriguing, this is fascinating how God connects the dots for us, because I was on Pinterest and saw something that you had done on there, and it said Katie Harley, so I sent you a message, and you said, I live in Oakmont. And I said, get out, you're just down the road, can I, you teach us a class? I, I love that. I, <laughs> I, I find it fascinating, God has opened so many doors for me. But God always does seem to open doors and bring people that are interested, that live, you know, somewhat in the Pittsburgh area that I can come to. And I'm always just excited to share this with people, Um, especially like someone like Wendy, who you're so excited about it and receptive to it. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, you say that you do Bible journaling and they think, what? What the heck is Bible (laughs) journaling? Like they just don't get it, but it's really fun to talk to people that like are open to it and interested in it. So I am not an artist by any stretch. I mean, if I can draw a straight stick figure, it's a, it's a red letter day. Um, so I see a lot of beautiful artsy pictures on Pinterest or on other different types of Bible journaling websites and such. Do you really have to be artsy in order to do this? No, not at all. Um, in fact, that's one thing I always tell people when I teach a class is that you don't have to be an artist. Um, I get a lot of people say to me, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not artistic whatsoever. And you really don't have to be at all. Um, there's so many things on the market and out there, like on the internet, that can you know make this accessible to anybody. You can use um, stencils. You can use rubber stamps. Yeah. You can trace. I'm, um, a, I'm the queen of tracing. And I've done it too. Like <laughs> you find a picture online that you know you really like, and yeah. if you can um, print that out, put that under the page. And again, this is where the thin pages actually come in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can trace, and there's so many actual people that do Bible journaling now. If you go to Pinterest, 
Instagram, Facebook. Um, there's a ton of ideas out there. There's a lot of products. Yeah. And again, I always tell people it's a personal thing. Like some people go full-blown art on the page. I was they... going to ask you about that because I already, it looks like art gallery work. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, forget about it. If that... And that can be intimidating, but yeah, that's yeah. some people's mode of expression and they are incredible artists. And then there's other people that choose to make it simpler. They may mm-hmm. just highlight um, the passage that they're, you know, focusing on, mm-hmm. or they may use that margin and, you know, just rewrite what this, the passage said like just verbatim or some people may write a prayer Mm -hmm. or some people may paraphrase um just write some lettering there some people may brush over the entire page with just a watercolor wash Mm -hmm. you know very simple Mm -hmm. um some people use stickers like i said rubber stamps um scrapbooking supplies work well as you know on the pages of bibles too what's what's interesting because it the big thing it used to be um, scrapbooking and now f- what I've seen is Bible journaling everywhere mm-hmm. so it, you can you just can reuse those supplies right no that's true too I had a lot of supplies from doing crafts I had a ton of rubber stamps I used to be interested in doing that um, scrapbook paper just colored pencils and pens so I was able to use all those supplies doing yeah. this yeah um, and again it like I said, you don't need a lot of supplies. If you have a pencil, one nice pen, and either a set of colored pencils, which you can get at Michael's for under $5, yeah, yeah. or uh, watercolor pe- paints, again, under $5, you're good to go. So we had, um, when we were doing the class, we had talked about some of the, uh, one of the young, uh, the youth that were down there was using her iPhone to backlight a drawing that she wanted to trace. How clever is that? I know. That was actually the first time I saw someone do that, well, which I thought was so neat. It's we have so a lot neat. of innovative kids around <laughs> We do. We really do. They, they really taught do. me something there. Well, the thing was it moves, though. So I have, it's called um, Lightbox Trace on my iPad, and you can take um, a picture of whatever you want, and um, you can freeze frame it, and it'll backlight it. You just slide it in the pages, Oh, you should see great. my Jonah the Whale. It's pretty impressive. I'll tell that you. is actually really cool. I, yeah. I wish I had an iPad. I would do that. Yeah. Well, now you got to buy one. See? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty neat. So after finishing an, an earlier meeting when we had our class downstairs, Pastor, you joined our group and did a little uh, Bible journaling yourself. So tell me what you think about um, your experience with that type of connection to the Word. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I'm not just saying that. And I'll also admit, I'm not a crafty person, so it's this is not something that I'm typically drawn to, uh, but this was fascinating to me on a lot of different levels. And the first thing that really struck me was, you have to be so intentional with yeah. the work. Yeah. So you approach the word, but you immediately slow down, which I think mm-hmm. is important because so often, it's the details of scripture that mean the most. Mm-hmm. And so when you're journaling, you have to take the time to pour over every single word, which means that different things jump right out at you. Um, And the other thing that I would like to dispel right away is that this is a girl's thing. It's not. (laughs) It's not. And I'm going to tell you what. As a guy, even when I'm at home in the garage and I have to work out some project at the house that I have to hammer out and get done, 
so often, especially if it involves measuring and cutting mm. and, you know, you have to draw something up. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to sit down and sketch out True. a little plan. And that's kind of your guide that's for right. the day's project. Yeah. I think a lot of guys are more visual than they realize. Yeah. And if they would sit down and just fool around with it a little bit, the Bible journaling would resonate with them. And I think they would get a lot out of it. I really do, because I think guys' minds typically work in that way. We understand things best when we Mm -hmm. diagram them, when we Mm -hmm. unpack them, we take the time to visualize what's in front of us. That's right. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. So in all of the Bible journaling classes that you have taught, I understand that Pastor Dan wins two awards, right? He was the first man to attend and the first pastor to attend. Pastor Dan is my hero. I'll just say that right out. You say that to all the pastors. No, I was so, I just was like, this is so cool that you would just come down and just sit there and do that with us. I was like blown away by I it. I had a ball. I, I really did. It, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could tell, but I truly enjoyed it. It was yeah, a great I time. I loved that. I think the people in the class loved it too. I think, yeah. A, no, so. that was great. I, that was a first. I agree. It was the first. So we have an award-winning pastor now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Got to be known for something. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's for all ages, and we had all ages down there. And I, you know, children use coloring books, and they draw. They love to draw. So if you have a something in their Sunday school class, they can journal about a certain uh, scripture that they are working on. It's really a great way to get closer to God. And I remember when you were. Um, teaching this initially, you had read a scripture to us and said, just close your eyes and tell us what you see. Mm-hmm. And then that will give you an image of what you're drawn to, to, to write in your Bible journaling. Correct. That's the method that I use. Um, if we have a scripture like uh, Psalm 5110, created me a clean heart. Okay. Um, my method would be to first read the scripture a few times and then start to visualize in your head if any word comes out to you or anything visual. Mm -hmm. So for that particular scripture, I mean, obviously the word heart conjures up an image of a heart. Right. Um, Or for some people, you know, even it may just be the color red or the color pink. Hmm. Um, Now the word clean could also conjure an image. It could be like clean slate or maybe a mop in a bucket or something like that. Um, so that's kind of how I work through my beginning to journal. Mm-hmm. I'll be thinking about, like, what are these words? What visuals do I have? And like Pastor Dan said, you you slow down. You really stop. You think about it. Um, if you have a blank piece of paper, you might want to, you know, jot some things down. Some people actually, before they do Bible journaling, they get in the habit of praying about it first mm-hmm. for, for God to kind of just, you know, show them what it is that he would like them to learn from the passage. You put, you put on some uh, music right in the background. That was really nice. I prefer myself, I do a lot of artwork to worship music. Uh-huh. Um, I've done different pages in response to worship music, mm-hmm. That songs that I like, I'll rewrite some of the words or... Um, just phrases that come out of the song that mm-hmm. I really like. Um, so that's just kind of the process. Another thing you can do is look up another um, translation of the scripture. Mm-hmm. I like to go to the message um, translation sometimes just to get a paraphrase of it. Maybe that gives me a fresh 
eyes on it. Um, So these are kind of the things you're doing prior to the actual artwork. Um, And then then you begin to think about what am I going to put down on my page. Yeah. It's such an absolutely intriguing and engaging way of getting into the word. And and one of the podcasts that we just talked about was... about the Bible and is it okay to write in it? Mm-hmm. And and the whole point is to engage with it. It's not, it's not, the book itself is not the point. <laughs> the words in the pages are the point. And so when you Bible journal and you can interact with that page, that's how I make sense of it. Right. And I personally, I don't think God is angry with us when we write on the pages. I know a lot of people, you know, prior to Bible journaling being um, very popular, you know, people would, I myself would do this underline mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe just jot a little note there just to remember something. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's evolved into, for me, more artwork. But, I mean, funny enough, I do hear that a comment from people. They do say, oh, I could never write in my Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think of it as it's the words that are alive. Right, right. Not, you know, the pages themselves. Mm-hmm. And I use a separate Bible too for my artwork. Yeah, I have I the too. Bible that I study and read from and then I have my Bible that I purchased specifically to do this. And like the Inspire Bible mm-hmm. journal, it's intended that way. It's right, like, correct. It already yeah. even has a lot of artwork. Those right. are great alternatives for people that are maybe intimidated um, with starting this. Mm-hmm. There are special Bibles out there that already have some artwork done on the pages that you can color yeah. with a and gel kind of gets you going yeah right gel pen color pencils yeah well i think the word journaling though lends itself to the idea that as you take a day in your life and spend some time journaling in your bible it's a place marker so you right. do a piece of artwork in three years you can look back at that and say this is where i was then this is I'm what so was glad on my you said that. Yeah. I was actually thinking that as I was speaking. I wanted to make sure to mention that. That for me, my journaling Bible, it's a testimony of God's faithfulness to me. Mm. I can look back. I always date every one of my pages. Right. I keep forgetting um, to do that. I can, I It's so cool that. because I can look <clears throat> back at a page and I can see like what the date was that I did it. Yeah. And a lot of times it does bring back maybe something I was going through at the time and why I chose the specific scripture on that page. Um, so, and then I can say, well, you know, I'm, I've made it through this mm. season. Um, and God brought me through that. And another thing I love about it being a mom is it's just, it's just something so cool. I think I can hand it to my kids at some point Absolutely. and say, it's you know, this is my, neat. Yeah. my journey or like my love for God, my love for Jesus is like, here's my Bible. And you can just wow. see how I poured out Um, my feelings for him on these pages and I hope that that's reflected in the book but you're right it is it's it's very personal but it is Mm -hmm. it's something like just as a a way to show God's faithfulness over time I love the idea of passing that on because the I don't think families much have a family Bible anymore. They used to have the family tree and all the notes. True. And everybody who's dead, those little cards you get at the funeral home are all shoved in the Bible. And I don't think anybody, I, I know my family never collected those things or have a, has a Bible to pass down. But the, the Bible journal, that's your heart and soul mm-hmm. and your mind and all those things are right there in color in those pages. 
It's a great right. gift. And it's a conversation that continues. Sure. So much of study revolves around sharing with one another the insights that we garner from the text. Yeah. Once you have that drawing on the page, it's forever. And so if you pass mm-hmm. it on to your child, they can go to 40, 50, 60 years down the road. They can look at that and say, this is what mom saw here. Right. Well, how does this mm-hmm. speak to me? Right, right. It's it's very cool. It's kind of a look look inside my heart a little bit. Like, right, they can right. say like, what was my mom thinking when she was journaling this? Or she or... can say, what was my mom thinking? When she journaled this? <laughs> you know, and and it's neat. And it's it's one thing like if you stick with it. You know, some people that are very dedicated to this go through so, do several Bibles mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not normally you you know there are a ton of pages that you can do in your Bible, but a lot of times they'll they'll do the classic scriptures that they love and those pages will get filled and then they'll go out and start another one. Sure, sure. Um, so that's kind of interesting too, to see how from one Bible to the next, even how your art changes, how you're, you know, what you were focusing on as you've moved, you know, on over the years. It's, so it's, it's kind of cool. It's fascinating. It is. It's it, really neat. It yeah, is. It, it absolutely is. So if we go on to the, um, the Bethlehem website, BELC.org, if you go under resources, you can take a look inside the photo gallery, and I snapped some shots of us in their Bible journaling, and we have proof that Pastor Dan was there, because I caught him in a picture. I'm in the back row. I am holding, <laughs> I'm proudly, I'm proudly holding are. my work up. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. So thank you, Katie, so much for giving us this background on Bible journaling. What a great way to connect with the Word. And as a result of this class and this gift that you brought to us, uh, we have a new group here formed at Bethlehem called the Bethlehem Bible Journaling Group. And we're going to meet about every other month here at the church. We've uh, put out the Save the Date already. And all youth and men and women and pastors are invited to join us. And we'd like to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. The topic for our next podcast is going to be a good one. It's how to write a sermon. We're going to pick Dan's head and figure out how he gets to writing those sermons. So send any questions or topic ideas that you may have to our back chat email at media at belc.org. We need to hear from you, so send us those emails. Thanks again, everybody. And just a friendly reminder, each and every weekend we have worship services on Saturday evening at 6, Sunday morning at 8 and 10.30, and we always have Sunday school for all ages in between at 9.15. Please join us. Thanks so much, Katie. Appreciate it. Thank you both so much.